Merry Christmas and welcome to the 11th day of Christmas. We're going to continue looking at members of the great cloud of witnesses that have gone before us. Christians that have played pivotal roles in the history of the church. Today we're going to look at one of the most historically important theologians that has ever walked the face of the earth. His name was St. Augustine of Hippo. He says this, Man's maker was made man, that he, ruler of the stars, might nurse at his mother's breast, that the bread might hunger, the fountain thirst, the light sleep, the way be tired on its journey, that the truth might be accused of false witness, the teacher be beaten with whips, the foundation be suspended on wood, the strength might grow weak, that the healer might be wounded, that life might die. Augustine was born in North Africa into a family with a semi-devout Christian mother, but a father who would later become Christian on his deathbed. As he grew, he began to encounter the part of himself that would play a pivotal role in his later theological writings. He became aware of his sin. He tells of a story where he stole from a neighboring garden, not because he wanted the fruit, but simply because the act was forbidden. It was here he began to develop his understanding of original sin, that people are naturally inclined to sin and are in need of the grace of Jesus. His theological works are impressive and he's played an essential role in forming what would become medieval civilization. His works would become influential to Martin Luther and the birthing of the Reformation. He worked on such topics as original sin, creation, Genesis, the understanding of the church or ecclesiology, predestination and free will, and also developed what some would later call the just war theory. It's easy to say that without his influence, the church would have taken a drastically different direction in the years following his life. While his theological accolades and influence are very impressive, I want to draw your attention to the transformation in his personal life and his progressive understanding of himself. At first, he lived quite a decadent life full of pleasure, influence, riches, and power. Upon his conversion to Christianity, he laid all that aside and chose a life of holiness and celibacy. But later, he continued to be aware of his struggle with the same desires, even though he was not committing the same actions. He still found himself tempted with the passions of the world, including lust, gluttony, pride, vanity, and comfort. At one point, he's quoted with saying this, whoever thinks he can do it on his own doesn't understand himself or him whom he seeks. While I can't say I'm like Augustine with his theological prowess, I can say I understand this part of myself as well. As we grow in our Christian faith, we become more aware of our own self and sinfulness, which means we need to grow in our understanding of the radical grace of Jesus. 
I may be learning of all my sinfulness for the first time, but Jesus knew it before he even went to the cross. God himself was aware of all the parts of my life that were in rebellion against him, and yet he still loved me enough to go to the cross. Augustine points to the transformation Jesus accomplished in our life. He can change our hearts and our motives that become eventually lifestyle changes. He can lead us and empower us to change our lifestyles and actions, sometimes even before our hearts change. What area of your life is God inviting you on a transformation journey? It may not be radical sinfulness like St. Augustine was talking about, but all of us are on a journey towards Christ-likeness. We partner with the Spirit's leading to join Him where He's at work in our life. Where is that in you? Are you growing in your awareness of your own natural sinful inclinations that are part of your flesh? Are you becoming aware of the radical generosity and grace that's provided to you in Christ in His life, death, and resurrection? One of Augustine's more famous quotes comes from his work in the Confessions. And this is the goal for us. It says this. This is a prayer. He says, You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. Your heart may be restless as you are trying to grow in Christ-likeness. It may be restless in trying to figure out what the Spirit is inviting you into or how, as you seek transformation in your life. But as you experience the loving, transforming presence of Jesus, may your heart find its rest in God and God alone.